And it is the final Living in the Past episode for season 1992. I am your host, Paul. He is your host. It is it is the final countdown. What? We allowed to do that? Yeah, because like the Law and Order bit it has like full Um this is Living in the Past. We're our 90s podcast. We talk about um, all things 90s. Uh, is it the best or the blurst of times? Um, uh, today, this is, this is you'll be forgiven to like, if, if you get halfway through this and go, look, this is just too much. Like, this is, this is our navel-gazing episode. Like, this is just, just for us. This is our top fives of the, of the season. Our I top feel five. like this is maybe a better episode to listen to and just skip all the others. <laughs> And just come to the best of 92. It's my favourite one to do. Well, one of my favourite ones to do. It's the like, hardest it's, one to do. We have been painstakingly making our top five list. So, so, and we've actually added a couple more this year to make it even harder. Um, but we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, it has been a, a good season. Um, I I will say that I don't think this year is as good as 91. I think 91... It's very different. It's, it well, is not very, that different, but different. Yeah, like um, in terms of like movies and, and, and music, obviously not as strong a music year like for major releases, but like a lot of small releases that were quite good. Um, definitely you can see more British stuff coming in to like the top um, yeah, top music. Yeah. Um, the Arias, as we found out, were still a complete shit show. <laughs> when uh, when, when uh, um, a leading musical soundtrack is the number one album of the country. Yeah. Uh. Jesus not Christ, just a stuff. soundtrack, just like a terrible stage show. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not good. Um, so we'll just have a quick sort of look down uh, the season. So we start off as obviously in January. Um, President Bush threw up on Japanese Prime Minister's lap. Oh, good times, <laughs> good times. Probably the best. Uh, yeah, the best um, part of that month. Um, there's also the start of the uh, the Fergie troubles and the 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 foot thing. <laughs> Still don't like to talk about it. Mm. You know the biggest highlight of January? What? Wait, let me check that it was January. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Okay. Because this is my one highlight of the year and I'm not going to be able to mention <laughs> it in my top fives. Okay, cool. Did you guess what's coming yet? No. Almost... This is our 70th episode, I'm pretty sure. Or 71st episode. So like, we've been doing a lot of these with not much of a break and like everything's starting to bleed together. <laughs> like, I was thinking, oh... Should Terminator 2 be in my top fives? I'm like, that was last year. <laughs> I was going to put Coast in like a top five. Um, but there was two highlights that I knew were this year and I knew they were in January because we started off so strong yeah. with Nibble My Ear for Luck. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, from... Um, Free Jack. Free Jack, yeah. Yep. Not funny. Oh, and uh, I need love. Mm-hmm. When I'm alone in my room, <laughs> sometimes I stare at the wall. Guess what? One of the reasons I want to watch you because we were talking we were talking today about um, ninety three films and I said you should watch um, CB four. Oh yeah, the I'm pretty sure a version of that song's in that. No way. I'm pretty sure it's the um, LL Cool J version. That is a slightly better version. And they don't go into like the reason was like they go. I just they just do the I need love bit, but they don't go into the other bits. And oh, I was like, oh, it's, it's, not, it's kind of the same. It's not the same without the twelve verses. And the um the Irish brogue at <laughs> <laughs> the top of it. Um, For the first time, I can see I need love. <laughs> uh, just looking into... You know what um, rhymes really well with love? 
What? Dub. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. February was the usual February. Um, we did have Paul Keating breaking Royal Protocol because he put his hand on the Queen's back, mm. calling him, uh, what do they call him? Uh, li- the Lizard of, Lizard of Oz. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, just you're just in a British office in the 80s and 90s? It's like, we need a headline. <laughs> He's done something a bit strange to the Queen. Oz, I don't even wizard, th- lizard. <laughs> I don't even think lizard people was a thing back then, was it? <laughs> no. I think that was just a way to say like, oh, he's not 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 a good fella if he's uh, if he's doing that. Um, then we got huh. we don't go into March because I can't find March on my notes. I could bring up March, but my March notes will be de- very different to yours. If you want to recap on the sports, oh, what was that? Uh, we had some Grand Prix. Yeah, was curling, Paralympics. The official sport of um, living class is curling. Yes. Uh, we had a Cricket World Cup, the AFL began. It was actually also quite a reasonable month for films and music. Yeah, yeah. From Like, this is where I thought 92 was going to start getting good. And then? Um, I mean, it didn't peak in March. It definitely didn't peak. I don't think it peaked at all. <laughs> um, no. Going on to April, uh, the jury acquits uh, LAPD officers of um, beating Rodney King and the LA riots begin. Um, so that was the start of a, of, of a couple of months of that. That actually goes into next season too. There's, there's still some stuff uh, sort of hanging on for that. And then I believe it carries on for 30 plus years, <laughs> I think. That particular case we'll carries to on it. to 93, yes. Yes. Um, and we've got May, then... Oh, that was Amy Fisher shooting Mary Jo Botafogo in the face. Oh, yeah. Good times. I shouldn't laugh when I say that, but like, yeah. Um, and then survived. Then left her gun at the scene after going back and forth. There was uh, a lot of back and forth thing. That's where I remember. It's like, yeah. It's like she went back to the driver. He's like, no, no, you should go get the gun. The gun. No, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, the, and the 65th American spelling bee, Lyceum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spelled exactly as you'd expect it to be spelled. But you, you and Bob still got it wrong. Yeah, I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> We watched the Office episode last night where Dwight says that he lost the spelling bee contest by misspelling the word failure. <laughs> um, Good stuff. Uh, in June, uh, we had the longest salami in Norway. <laughs> and on the same topic in June, uh, Steve Howe was banned for the seventh time. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had our good friend Craig make his first appearance on the... Uh, we had a... <laughs> Uh, well, not so much a debate. Me just steamrolling it over him of uh, Batman Returns, but um, I stand by it. Guess so, what? Spoil it. Not in my top five. <laughs> to the point where I think you frazzled Craig beyond <laughs> any sort of return of his own. We might need to get him back next season just for like a rebuttal. Or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll have him call in. Um, Axel Rose got arrested in July for the riot he started in 1991. We had our good friend uh, Danny on. Oh, um, Danny. Yeah. I remember Danny. Uh, yeah, Bill Clinton got the um, presidential nomination and we had two plane crashes in one month. <laughs> so, Which isn't that bad compared to 1991. Oh man, wait till 1993. Uh-oh. Mm. Uh, we then go on to August. We had uh, the Barcelona Olympics. Continue. Yeah. Well, it started, the, it started in July, but it Third degree burns. I shouldn't, why am I laughing when I'm saying? Um, in a pyrotechnic display going wrong. 
Did um, we mention that Blink-182 formed in August of 1992? Oh, man. I think it was on my sub, my sub notes and I just forgot to do it, but yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Is it really worthy? I don't know. The photos of Sarah Ferguson were also published in the Daily Mirror. Oh, there. yeah. Um, and I think we had... Oh, that was Steel. Yeah, because we were talking about Three Ninjas. Steel's on a, on a yes. list, yeah. And I complain so, about Take That not being very good. <laughs> and no one listened. <laughs> Uh, September 1992, we had the um, the dead guy won a seat in um, oh, <laughs> New York. Yeah. That wasn't um, long ago. And we also had the, um, Mae Jameson, the um, first um, African-American woman to go to space. Um, Magic Johnson uh, doesn't end up going back to basketball. And um, Nigel Manson retires from Formula One by the end of that season. Yes, I think he announced it then. He announced it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Going on into October and our spooky month. Um, that, was good, that was a good one. Oh, that splits two episodes. Yeah. We had lots of some good spooky stuff on. Dean um, Sanders made an appearance as well. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Madonna get I mean, a, a sex book came out. And it got real sexy. No, it didn't. Connor <laughs> tore up a photo of the, of the Pope on uh, SNL. Um, and a meteorite landed on someone's car <laughs> in New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good times. That that I can laugh at. No one got hurt in there. I mean, the car did. What if they didn't have insurance? There's no sure. way insurance covered that if they did have insurance. Oh, man. Yeah. Imagine going into that. Like, they're just like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, in November 92, Bill, Bill Clinton wins the US presidential election. Um, the Church of England allowed women to become priests, not to speak, like you said in your... <laughs> Look, <laughs> that, give me that, multiple choice. That... Right? That... Was atrocious. You're atrocious. Um, and then we also had uh, Paul Keating lifting the ban on um, homosexual men and women serving in the military, and the Queen got taxed. Um, and then rounding out the year, uh, you know, we never found out where the Queen's money comes from, did we? I think it's like, like I said in the episode, I think there's like a fund that goes into, but I don't think it's the actual people of England get taxed, and that goes into her pocket. Mm. <laughs> Uh, and in uh, December, Cheers um, uh, was announced that Cheers was going to end in 1993. Um, Bush parted a bunch of men that shouldn't have been pardoned. <laughs> um, and uh, the Prince and Princess of Wales uh, announced their separation because of the foot thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that's what was written actually on the, doc- on the document. Uh, irreconcilable differences and the foot thing. <laughs> Wait. No. Charles and Diana? Yes. Or Sarah oh no! And yeah, sorry. Andrew. Yeah, forget. Yeah, no, this is Charles and Diana. Not Diana. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it might have played a part in it. Oh. <laughs> Maybe Charles was like, Charles going, oh. "You know, this foot thing's going around. The foot are you thing. interested?" What are you to and she just like, "Fuck off, Charles." She did a Christmas. She was like, "And then you watched it? No, not yet. I've seen trailers. I just see her running in the trailer. Yep. Yeah. That seems to be it. Okay. And with that, we go into our top fives. Uh, now, Ooh. this is we, we're getting down to business. So we're gonna start off with movies, then go into albums, and we got then we got our top five. So the songs we wanted to do, there were songs that we, we wanted from to our, cheat. Yeah, we wanted to like <laughs> songs that we discovered this year um, or this season from listening to new music and music we haven't heard before and stuff like that. And also music, um, and also songs that we um, knew from our. Um, from our lives and from our childhood and like, you know, wants to make sure that they're, they're sort of counted as well. So 
There's four. It's way too hard. Yeah, there's it's four top fives hard. then. What we're also doing is we're doing a bit of a competition between me and Ben that we're going to try and. Um, we're playing Mastermind. <laughs> yes, we're trying to uh, predict each other's. So we predicted each other's top fives. And if we get one of those top five, one of the, one of the, the entries in the top five right, we get a point. If we get it in the right number order, we get double points. Yeah. And at the end of it, I don't know, it's just bragging rights. So I mean, I apparently lose every single quiz, so I'm expecting <laughs> to lose this as well. <laughs> cool. Also, you listen back to all of these and edit all of them. So. I do. So yeah, I, I I got an advantage, but like I and I don't know, pay attention to anything you say or do. I don't tend to win much though, so I'm gonna take this and I don't care. Okay. You'll yeah. probably cheat, but that's fine. So for anyone that doesn't know Mastermind, <laughs> it was this game probably in the 80s, maybe 70s? No, I, will, I definitely played it in the 90s and 80s, but yeah. Was it an actual TV show as well? I think make the, a look portion like a of it. Show? I think it, like, but I don't think it was actually... It couldn't be this as a TV show because this is not a TV show. Whatever. No, I think Mastermind was a TV show and then they made this weird board game type version where you had these little coloured plastic ball things Yep. and you lined them up and you covered it up and the person at the other end did the same. And then you tried to guess each other's yeah. going towards them on this weird board. It was quite... And the phrases were right colour, wrong place. Yeah. Or right place, wrong colour. And you just the first time, it's, it's kind of like Battleship in a way, I suppose. Like, yeah. You're sort of taking a stab. So you're like, oh, you know, you put the colours down. And they're like, you know, right colours, no place or something like that. It's yeah. just like, oh man, I can't believe that that was like a game that we accepted, accepted it was a game. And I remember thoroughly enjoying that game. Oh man, so I used to play pickup sticks. What pickup sticks is like you you've just oh the jacks. No, you empty out like a bunch of like there's like they look like um spiky uh, plastic sticks. Yeah, and the then jacks. Like, and then you like take it, try and take it out without moving another. Stick. Oh, kaplunk. A little bit, but not with anything else. It was like bare bones kaplunk. Ah, oh, so this is budget kaplunk where mum just gave you some sticks. <laughs> kaplunk. <laughs> just plunk. Yeah, just plunk. <laughs> it's like, it looked, it looked, if anyone walked in the room, it would be like, oh, like me and my sister sitting on the floor, it's like, oh, they spilt something and they're just playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't learned how to make fire yet. <laughs> Um, so we're going to do movies first. I think we did movies first last time, but you know, it's, it's the, it's the, we start with movies. Yeah. Are we going one for one here or are you doing? Yeah, we'll do it for one for one. And I'm going to let you guys, I'm going to let you start. All right. I've, I've spent a little bit of time on my top five, not as much as I could have. Yeah. But I locked them in pretty early. Okay. So. I've got a good feeling about predicting your top five movies. I feel like mine's pretty obvious. Yeah. I... Didn't watch a ton of movies this year. Okay. And the ones that I did and did enjoy weren't really anything new. <laughs> so it's probably quite shameful, my top five. Yeah. I do have honorable mentions that I'll get to later. All right. That could have made it. Oh, I, do, I, do, I got honorable mentions for all my lists here. So. But uh, coming in at number five. Yep. White Man Can't Jump. Wow, at five. Is that low or is that high? Well, it's on my, it's on my predictions, so I get one. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, it's, um, that is, I would have thought that was higher. Um, no, I'm happy with where it is when is it looking because, at the rest of my list. Is it because, like, Billy just pissed you off so much? Because he's so disappointed at the end. Yeah. Like, I was going to say at the start. That I movie f- has a bad ending. I feel like, so ninety ninety one, there was such a theme in the films that we watched where this guy is a dirtbag, does one good thing, hooray, he gets all the riches in the world. Yeah. 
And that theme seemed to have faded off a little bit in 92. Mm. Maybe I was watching the wrong films. Yeah. But it wasn't happening as much in what I did watch. But this time, it definitely happened in White Man Can't Jump. A little um, bit sour. Well, they, they never go back together. You don't know if they go back together or not. But like, you know, at least I guess. she did leave. Um, I just and felt, he had an addiction. Yeah, but I felt like that, that scene at the end was like, it's like, that should be in the middle of the movie. Like, maybe because I'm so used to the happy endings. But like, yeah. it's a weird... Yeah, I thought it was weird. Too. It was weird. Yeah. But still solid five. I'm happy it's in the five. Cool. Uh, my number five is Candyman. Ah. <laughs> I thought about it. Well, I've got to represent my horror. And um, I feel like this was the best horror movie of 1992. Um, uh, even over Alien 3 and stuff like that. It's just like... Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, shit. There goes one of my picks for yeah, <laughs> like, in your top five. It didn't even really admit to my mind, hey? Oh, wow. Because it was like... As much as I like Aliens, the franchise, it's a it's a lesser Alien film. Um, oh. It's still good. But like Candyman, I just found... Um, I hadn't watched it for years. And I feel like... Um, it doesn't deserve. I think I said in the episode. It doesn't deserve a place next to like Freddy and and Jason. Like it's it's a lot smarter than that, and a lot more. Um, it's just a bleak film. Like it's yeah. It's not one that you'd like sit around with friends and watch and go. No, it's oh. like Warriors or like it's a lot. Uh, Warriors has even got probably like a bit more stuff to like. It's, it's at least got like the you know the funny bit like the Warriors. But was that funny at the time though? Is it funny now? true um but i think um yeah it's just like when i was watching it it, it grabbed my attention it, it it had it like so i was like so reeled into it and i was i just thought this is like and i still haven't seen the new one yet but um yeah i feel like it's one of the best horror movies i've seen in the, in what with these episodes like with this entire series yet it's so. got that real dry 70s kind of vibe to it it does it's, yeah, it's, it, yeah it's, and i like the fact that there's no like I mean, at the time, I suppose there's a few actors that were of of note, but like it's it's relatively sort of um, uh, second tier sort of actors in it, sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. But Virginia Mans is really good, in it, and the guy, and I can't remember his name. I should because he's in every fucking movie this year. The guy, the dad from um, the, the foster dad from Terminator Two. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot that he was in it. Oh, he's in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four. Do you just want to list them off for me? Because you're probably... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Wayne's World. It was higher. You thought I'd have it higher? Oh, my God. I thought this was going to be, like, number two. I know what your number one is. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> but Wayne's World is definitely, yeah. Yeah, it did start out the list higher. Um, yeah. And it's a toss-up between... Three and four was kind of like they could go either way. Yeah, because I'm, I'm wondering, like, what, what does... Because this is pretty, like, you, you quote this a lot. Yeah, I've next to no issues with this film, from what I can recall. Yeah, you told me that it was a bit mm, watching it back, but I didn't feel any of that. I yeah, I don't know. I I I I think I think it's just that whole. Um, it seems a bit sort of sketchy sometimes, like as in like the um, it's like a sketch. It's like a SNL sketch. Yeah, it's like what well, it is. That's fine. Um, but that's I great. think yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see number two again because I haven't seen that for ages. And um, I've got a feeling because I was listening to something today, like another podcast, and they were making it. They made a good um, example of Terminator Two not being a great James Cameron film because he gets as James Cameron went along, he got like um a bit like uh, I don't know hoagie, like he got a bit sort mm. of like 
Um, like that whole like uh, the um, the thumbs up as it's, as as Terminator is going into the lava sort of thing. I feel How like, dare you? I feel I feel <laughs> the same. I feel the same thing like with um Mike Myers and like the, his movies. It got a little bit sort of everything was like a little wink to the camera. It's like ah, is this the new thing that you're going to be quoting all the time? Or is yeah, this it? and it's just like that was that would be my worry with number two. Yeah, it, that from memory to me is a lot more cut and paste together yeah with less flow and just like more obvious gags yeah yeah and it's like the one where they um it's kind of like is not i mean not to sort of bag on it because i know it's, i know it's on both our lists but like how we said home alone 2 they were really sort of like let's just get him to new york like we don't really need you don't to know it's on both our lists <laughs> let's let's just get him to new york we don't really have to worry about like a backstory too much <laughs> like, like, we'll find it's- a way we'll write it on the fly he's in new york yeah it's like well, they they already po- they already printed the the poster. It's like match the movie to that. <laughs> you know they probably could have just started it in New York <laughs> and they're in Florida and just never explained how this happened. Like all right, whatever, no. let's yep. go. That's good. Who cares? There's pizza. Let's go hurt someone. <laughs> um, having said that, now my number four is Home Alone two, Lost in New York. Ooh. I will take one point, please. <laughs> uh, I can announce what I had as your number four. Yeah, Aliens Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. My list is uh, it's yeah, it's it's, it's got some. Uh, I don't know, like surprises. I, I, maybe one. I'm, one I'm is, confident in one, especially. Something. I think is a surprise, but yeah, um, yeah. Home Alone Two. Like, uh, look, obviously, um, a perfect movie. Um, <laughs> if it's in, perfect, why is it number four? Well, because there's other more perfect movies. Oh no, I think this one. Like, I, I mean. After Turtle Doves, we can't. I couldn't. I couldn't not put on there, but like it is. Like is is the one I've watched the most, and I think especially last Christmas, the Christmas before, where I watched it with um my son, like like fifteen, sixteen times. It's and I never got bored of it, and yeah. like you know, and I, as a parent, you watch things over and over, and you're like, oh fuck, I have to watch this again. This is pretty easy to watch. This is one of those things I'm sure we've already mentioned. Like would watch a blockbuster, yeah, and you could watch three times in one night, yeah. And not be upset about it. It's like Revenge of the Sith. You can watch it over and over again. <laughs> sure. If you say so. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is the best of the three. I'm happy to watch it again, but I oh, would yeah. watch it three times in a night. Uh, so, uh, what is your number three? I'm feeling some sort of regret with this now. Can I, can I predict it? Uh, probably. Sister Act? No. Oh wow. What? I thought Sister Act was going to be on there. Mm-mm. You kept you mentioned that in quite a few episodes, and when we started talking about like best movies oh, and stuff maybe like that, I was just throwing you off. It's Mighty Ducks. Oh, oh fuck! I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> we even did a whole episode on it. Yep. Uh, I that was not on my list and not on yours. Oh shit. There's a couple that I haven't. I've specifically not put on my list for you. Yeah. Thinking that you'd forgot about them, and that's one of them. Fuck. Yeah. Ah! And it's not... I don't think it's one of the best films of the year. No. But it's easily one of my top five favorite films from that year. Like, right. I would watch this over and over. This, I'm not upset about anything other than her sweaters <laughs> and how weird he's being about this kid's mum. Everything else is gold. Yeah, I'm, I. Th- that's a series that definitely does take a nosedive. Like, uh, I think by the No, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop so you there, Paul. To- <laughs> 
I disagree. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, we'll cross those bridges when we come to it. Yeah. And you'll get left behind. <laughs> I'll be on the other side of the bridge. Happy as watching D2. Uh, okay. Um, so my number three. My cousin Vinny. Oh, that's in my honorable mentions. I didn't think it was going to get this high. I fucking love this movie. Like this, the, the, did. And, did you not watch it twice? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was always going to be on it. From the, from, the, from the moment I finished that first first watch, I was like, I don't know. And it might just hit. It might just hit right. It might just like at that, that at that stage, um, at that time of year. I just I found it so entertaining and so good to see uh, Joe Pesci in like a, just a really good role for him, a really meaty role. Love the judge. Um, mm. Just not what I was expecting. Like I, I I still don't think I've ever seen this before this i think i may have seen yeah, parts of it hadn't. um and i loved it i think it's um yeah it's definitely a comedy that um everyone should watch at some point and marissa tomei is just um oh. probably oh is she better than pesci in this she's just a, she's just as good yeah because pesci isn't like all out pesci in this like everything else you see him in he's just that angry little man well, whereas this I... he's kind of swinging between that and an actual actor yeah he's kind of Stupid in some bits, but some bits he's quite smart as well. Yeah. Um, and it, it's also sort of made me sort of take more notice. Of, if I see her in a, in a cast list now, I'm like, oh, I'm going to give this a go. Yeah. Yeah. She helped us watch King of Staten Island, I think. Yeah. She was his, was his mom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so, I should have known at the time because I think you probably said during that month that this was your top five. Yeah. I think I would have. And I had it in the mentions as like, is he going to have that in his list? I don't know. <laughs> I think he's going to like these instead because he's all about new stuff. Damn. Number two. I feel like this could be a curveball. Okay. Let's get my uh, list out. Okay, go. A League of Their Own. Right. Okay. Yep. That's on my list. Uh, did you have me in at number two for League of Their Own? No, I didn't know. Oh. No. Okay, so you get one point. So it's uh, two to one at the moment. If you got what I think you've got at number one. No. I don't know what you got number one. No, you don't. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know me at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, Legal Own is... Um, Did you like my baseball reference as well? Yeah. Curveball. Yeah. Baseball. I do. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> yeah. I, I, look, this is, this is fun to watch. Um, it's... Uh, Not something I'd watch over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. But... I did pick it up uh, on Blu-ray recently. Yeah. <laughs> Still in its packet though, isn't it? It is. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I, I watched it um, pretty recently, but yeah, I, I, it will be out of his packet before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. This is to me probably because the last time I watched it was over the Christmas holidays. Yeah, like nice sunny afternoon, oh, middle of the day. Oh come on, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Settle down. <laughs> that's I can see myself watching it again this Christmas break. Yeah, yeah. Looking my number, my number two is. The bodyguard. White man can't jump. Really? Yes. Wow, that's very high. Uh, I think this brought up a bunch of nostalgia in me, and like every like I laughed at this. So and like I had watched it earlier in the year, maybe not knowing that it was gonna. I think it was on. It was on SBS, and I just I turned it over and I was like, and I just watched it because it's like, and I yep. fucking laughed my ass off. And then when I had to watch it again, I was like, I was not even bored, but I was like, I'm watching it again. This is amazing. So yeah, yeah, 
um, and recently found it in an op shop and grabbed it. So, yeah. Still number two. Above Home Alone 2. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to... The Bodyguard's not on my list. It's not? No. Yeah. Uh, the ending kind of just... Yeah. Like, I, I love me some Bodyguard and I love me some Kevin Costner, but... I don't know there was it was just a bit frustrating and it went on a little bit too long. That was my surprise. Actually, I had two kind of surprise guesses in there that I thought you're going to try and throw me off with. Um, it nearly like that and my cousin Vinny were like battling for third spot. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, nah. Like I, I liked it, and I think I like the fact that um, it's just I don't know. He's just a bit too. I don't think I like his character enough of it in it, and I don't like. Yeah, he's too quiet. Yeah, there wasn't enough of the no <laughs> guy. <laughs> but I still got to put it off the Instagram. Um, so, am I giving you a point for what? Actually, are you getting two points for what you think my number one is? Yeah, so it's Home Alone two and Lost yeah. in New York. What's the perfect film? <laughs> Which make me, makes me find I got five. Have you got five? So I picked three, and then that's two. <laughs> Wait, oh, did, you had me with White Man Can't Jump. Yeah, League Wayne's of Their Own and with their Wayne's World. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I oh, look. I knew this was gonna be number number one for you. I so. had it down as your number one, and I'm deeply upset that it is not. Do you want to take a guess of what my number one is? Home Alone Two. <laughs> That's what I thought it would be. <laughs> um, um, my next guess. I had it in as your number five. What? But my next guess would jump up to number one is Singles. <laughs> I thought singles was going to be on your list. That was my one that oh. I, th- and I was like, that, and it wasn't on like, I was like, will he do it for pure Eddie nostalgia, for pure, pure baby Eddiness? And no. I'm like, no, because it's a pretty horrible film. Yeah. Um, no, my number one is League of Their Own. Oh. So that takes out. That's, I thought you were going to forget all about League of Their Own. Nah, nah. Um, uh, that cemented man. its place when we were talking about it. Like, the, I, I think that's the one that I've actually talked about most. Um, that and maybe my cousin, my cousin Vinny. Um, because we talked about it with on the Danny's episode, then we I think we like well, going with Matt, but it's come up a few other times too, and it's it is the perfect, and we me and Mal watched it on a Saturday afternoon, and it was yeah fucking sweet so. yeah it is, so yeah there we go yeah. I'll go through some honourable mentions though, so um, Death Becomes Her obviously wasn't close to top five that's my <laughs> just scratching off scribblings of a madman <laughs> all I can see is turtle doves yeah um. Oh, I was also going to say, um, so I'm listening to a, um, a few podcasts recently about when they do these um, drafts and lots of stuff, um, they, they, come up, they come up with the term recency bias a lot, which is like sometimes the film that you've watched recent, most recently is going to be higher on your list. Okay. And I tried not to like, it was hard not to like go, oh, like, so what? I've watched Bodyguard. I've watched this in, like, in the last sort of month or so. I'll put it, and I'm like, I started writing them down. I'm like, oh, wait, wait. Let's go have a look back. You know, we got to think about this because it's like, and but it's, I, I can really see yeah. how that could be an issue because it's like, usually the thing that you've done recently is stuff that's like fresh and it's like, so you got to, yeah. I considered that. having films in that I hadn't watched at all recently, like we're on the list, came out this year, but I hadn't rewatched and just thought, oh yeah, like Power of One. Yeah. I loved yeah. that film as a kid, but I'm not going to rewatch it now. <laughs> yeah, Death Becomes Where I was on my, um, one of my honorable mentions, that was close. Was it close? It was close. Was Sister Act close? I just didn't like it enough. Like I, it, it it got crossed out pretty early on. Yeah, same. Um, Passenger Fifty Seven was very close, Ooh. but recency bias. 
Yeah. Like, it's not, it's probably not their going movie, but like, it was like, at the time, I was like, I was, I was watching TV late and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Passage of 57. I was like, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's like 88 minutes of just awesome. And then I was like, I can't put it on my list. It's just, um, the bodyguard, obviously, uh, I was that hero movie with Dustin Hoffman. I watched, oh, yeah. uh, but it's just a bit, bit, bit beige to be in, uh, live wire. I was going to like, do I, do I, Ugh. do I that and sleepwalkers? I'm like, do I, cause I know that I, when, I, when we talked about them, I was like, oh, maybe, <sighs> But I couldn't disrespect the five. I was very tempted to try and make time and watch Malcolm X and sneak that in. Ooh. Just out of the blue, but I don't have time for films. <laughs> I am um, I had a good time that I typed all mine up. So I just like listed off the ones that I'd watched. Yeah. And the ones I wanted to watch or liked. And then just edited the list in like preference. So one of the first ones I wrote down was Lethal Weapon. <laughs> And then it ended up second from bottom next to Batman Returns. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's like you did the reverse build, um, uh, block box office. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, also, Encino Man. That was um going to be on my list for you because I was like, uh, I was yeah, like, yeah, it could have could have come close. Yeah, I think my cousin Vinny would have got in before it. Maybe Bodyguard. Was it the uh, was it the F word? <laughs> was it the it- Sean Aston? <laughs> <laughs> Both of those factors came into play, but uh, like it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it more than I thought. Yeah, but it doesn't come close to my top five. Yeah, like those films are A ten. plus or A. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Encino Man's like a B minus, like ten, ten, ten to fifteen sort of thing. So yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna go on to our albums in a bit. Um, but we're first we're just gonna take a short uh break so if you want to if your listener wants to break up this episode into a bit so we just go go on to some music and then we'll come back in and we are back We've had some, um, do you call it chocolate? If it's... I do call it chocolate. Okay, cool. It's it chocolate. Some... It's really nice chocolate. It's really, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like some people like purists and like, it's like, oh, if it's not got milk in it, it's not got chocolate. God, I used to say that so many times. <laughs> My dickhead. That's all right. You're a better man now. Um, and we are on to albums. Now, I have no confidence at all in what I picked out for you. <laughs> But I did get a slight clue from our discussion beforehand. Yes, uh, I did say, are we allowing the inclusion of soundtracks? Mm. And you said, are we allowing the inclusion of EPs? And I said, well, that gives away a big one for you. (laughs) Not necessarily, because I also, I said compilations as well. Yeah, so it's music releases for the month, uh, for for the year, sorry. So anything that was released, um, be it an album, an EP or a soundtrack... Um, it is it is eligible in our top fives. So um, I'm just going to change one of my guesses for you. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> uh, so I'll start the ball rolling for our albums one, and um, I'm going to start it with Soul Asylum, Grave Dancers Union. Yes, right album, wrong place. Give me a fucking <laughs> point. <laughs> so mark one down for Ben. Uh, this one I had to because I've um, I listened to it so much you wanna, in, in my life. Pardon me. Do you want to start that those points on a new line just so you know? 
You won films. Okay. Maybe I'll win albums. And then we'll see who wins overall. Cool. Uh, Probably you. This is poor music to it. This is poor rock. Yeah. Um, not the best song on the album either, but... Um, really? No, I love this album. Uh, this one was, yeah, a, a, one of the ones I heard through the, the wall of my brother's room. Um, it's just... And look, it's it's one of the ones I've... It's been really hard to sort of um, get anyone else to like because he's very uh, rhymey with his lyrics and some of his lyrics are like, they're pretty stupid. But <laughs> I don't know. It's just got a special place for me. It, it's like, it's... it's uh, I remember especially when um, my first son was born, I went to like these things where I'd, I was, I was really, we, we didn't have much money because I wasn't working. So I was really into eBay and like buying like CDs like that I've never heard before. Of it's like finding for like two or three bucks. So I was like finding these albums of like Soul Song. And, like, but you had no idea, like, wait, you knew who the. Yeah, and, I'd, and I'd, I'd pick a band and I'd basically just go through their entire discography. Like, oh, and I was like, I should probably just like. Invested in Spotify or whatever at the time, but I don't know. We're going to an op shop. Well, these are, these are pretty hard to find. So, like with Soul Song, I went through and, and I got like a, all, nearly all their albums. Got really obsessed and like you know, um, listened to it quite a lot because I had a lot of spare time because I was like looking after a kid. Um, so yeah, I think this one really sort of uh, brings me back to that time and just um, it's got it's always got a special special place. And I think like um, watching the film clip for that for Runaway Train where he's actually showing real pictures of runaway kids who uh, a couple of them actually got reunited from from that video were a lot were they all actual runaways yes. or were some of them like abductions no. and missings and uh, i think a lot of them were like well i, I think they were um they're all legit runaways and what okay. were for the circumstances and stuff like that so yeah um so yeah i i found that like really inspiring i saw that at a very young age and sort of thought like oh these guys are, are decent um so yeah um it was always going to be in it's really hard to disconnect from that as well when you have that sort of moment with a song yeah an artist like it's you can't break that now even if people regard that song as like and it is like it's not it's a, it's a pretty hokey sort of song like it's not it's not high art but for me i love it like i love yeah um and i learned like you know one of the ones i learned how to play when i first started playing guitar and it's just like you know it's pretty special so yeah number five Grave Dancers Union Soul Asylum. I love that you go on about how great and special it is, and then it's just number five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know this one was hard. These I, I actually made um, two changes to this list today, and I'll I'll go into that when 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 we get to those ones that I've I I made a change in the car when I got here, yeah. and I made another change when I sat down <laughs> at this table. <laughs> and up until that point, I was struggling for things to put in my list. Like I, having more than five, initially my list was just five and like what order they go in. I didn't have six yeah. or seven releases that I enjoyed that much this year. I had a lot. I can imagine. That's why I'm amazed I've already got a point. <laughs> um, um, but I also found that um, this out, yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot in my wheelhouse. This, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but I think... Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the ones I, I picked out for you and I'm like, they're, they're basically just shots in the dark because I'm just like, I can't even remember. I remember a lot of times at the end of episodes because we did any of those episodes we were like, what's our favorite release and favorite our um, favorite uh, film for the episode? There's a couple of times you were like, ah, oh, I guess it would be this one. Just yeah. <laughs> because you made me choose. Yeah. Yeah, because Home Alone only came out once. <laughs> so, so yeah. I had 
my number five is your number five because I thought we had a conversation before about including compilations and whatever else. We didn't talk about it at all that month, I'm quite sure. Mm. Once in a lifetime, Talking Heads. Oh, I'll just shut my book because that isn't even on my list, but oh my God. Okay. Yeah. That, oh yeah, I don't get a point for that. That's, no, damn right. That's, so picture this. We sit, we're sitting in a car in like circa what, like 08, 07, 08. Yeah, probably. And you're um, and you chuck on the, the Talking Heads, and like I think Talking Heads at that point for me I was like I knew they did um, Psycho Killer and stuff like that. Was, what was a couple this, obvious hits. What was the song that we really both liked? It was um, this must be the place. There's that, but there's also uh the um. All right, turn like a wheel inside a wheel. Oh, um, slippery people. And they do the, it's a live version from the um, Stop Making Sense. And it's got that really big, like, like the, the drums at the end. Um, yeah. Oh, I think, I'm, yep. Hang on. Yeah. And it's like at the end, like. Yeah. Those drums and his voice breaking. And um, if you watch American Utopia, like the one they brought out last year, like they do it again, and it's still fucking pretty yeah. special, man. Um, yeah, so like, I, yeah, I... It's the greatest hit, so how can it not make a list? Like it's... <laughs> you, were, you were in love with the Arias now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good though. Like, how much did I thrash that CD in my oh. car? And it basically reopened my eyes to like... Uh, it was, I remember it was a very transitional phase musically for me because I was starting to sort of get Jack of the Band I was in and um, uh, like start going oh maybe there's like more to like than the music that I've been listening to over and over again for like the last few years and they're like a really good band as a bridge to like older sort of stuff but also like you know they got a bit of like world influence a bit of like sort of jazzy influence and lots of stuff so like I really yeah I, I sort of took it for, with um there were another one I got a bit obsessed with and yeah. got a bunch of CDs and stuff like that. Yeah, so. They're one that I never delved in beyond this. Yeah. Like, I would try occasionally. Like, it's just not a greatest hits album. <laughs> and their B-sides are... I mean, not B-sides, but, like, you know, their actual albums that have, like, the album tracks. Like, they're, like the Little Creatures is one of my favourite albums of all time now. Like, it's a really, really good album. Um, and I, I could still... I could still never do it. Yeah? Yeah, I've tried a couple of times and nothing comes gets, close to these. It gets pretty arty sometimes. <laughs> Even... The song Blind yeah. still annoys me. Oh, Blind is not a great song. I yeah. hate it. But that whole album is kind of like, I'm pretty sure that's the one that Nothing But Flowers is from Naked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But then that same album, um, Nothing But Flowers. Yeah. It was the last from, album. From Clerks too. too. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's what, that was like sort of the great sort of. That's uh, where it all began. Yeah. It's where it all began. Like, you know, that, like when, when I heard that song, I, I didn't know what I was talking about at the time. I was like, it's a fucking amazing song. Yeah. I'd never heard that song before. Probably one of my ever. favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Of all time. Whoa. Yeah. Right. You'll be up there. So I guess that's going to be uh, in your <laughs> top five songs later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, going on, then this is the one that I, that I changed. It was originally going to be, should I tell you what it was originally going to be? It was originally going to be Henry's Dream. By Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, thank God I do not have that on your list. Um, but I took it off because, not that it's a bad album, and I do want to represent sort of Australian artists on there, but listening to it again, like, it's it's good. It's it's kind of 
bleak and probably just not it's probably more this is more like recency bias too like it's just not what i'm feeling at the moment and like i put it into my i was listening to, to the playlist we had for 92 and I, I found my sort of my my mood ground to a halt when a lot of these songs came on i was like oh, oh. I was like, yeah i was like oh, i'm not sure i'm not sort of doing this because it's quite compared to like you know if you put this on and then after like um hey jealousy or something like that it's like it's quite different sort yeah. of shit so I took that one off and I put it on because, um, and this is sort of giving you a clue to like my favorite songs, but like Mrs. Robinson didn't make it onto my top five songs, but I still really love It's a Shame About Ray by the Lemonheads yeah. and I need to have some representation. So, yeah. and this album I've loved for years. I fucking love nearly every song on this album and yeah, yeah uh, it needs to be on there. So it's on there. It's a shame it, about Ray. It's hard playing this game because if you enjoyed an album and I didn't pick it, I'm just going to be disappointed by what you said. <laughs> <laughs> kind um, of ruining my mood. <laughs> but uh, look, um, I remember the, the I remember when I heard Mrs. Robinson for the first time, um, it was a mixtape that my brother made me. Um, I loved it. And I, I'd heard the, like, the original, but um, I still think it's a great cover. Um, mm. And then the rest of this album too is just... Um, and it's, it's the album that's regarded by like Die Hard Lemonheads fans as like the beginning of the end for them because it's like they changed labels and I think they changed a couple of members and stuff. But I still find it really, really interesting and really cool to listen to. So um, yeah, number four for me is uh, It's a Shame About Ray by the Lemonheads. Lemonheads to me will always be a Van Dando playing in a festival I went to. Me not wanting... Like I think they started playing mm. and I was like, this is that guy that covered Mrs. Robinson and walked away. <laughs> And having so many friends annoyed at me because I didn't stay and watch the Lemonheads singer. I'm like, I have no interest in the Lemonheads. I don't like a Van Dando. He ruined Mrs. Robinson. I'm out of here. He ruined Mrs. Robinson? Or made it better? Mm. Ruined it. Um, I remember it was really weird too because like the clip for the... Like the film clip was like... It had the graduate... No, but it's, it had it had scenes from the Graduate, which is what the movie like. The, what the song's about is for the, it was for the movie for the, the Graduate, yeah, the Simon Garfunkel song. I found it weird that like usually if you're doing a cover, you try and distance yourself as much as you can from like the original artist. But like it was like a fairly standard cover. It wasn't like anything yeah. that different. So yeah, I like a good cover. So yeah. oh, is there some uh, covers in your uh, top five? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is your number four? You're not going to get a point here. <laughs> don't even open your book. You're not, you're not <laughs> okay. getting a point. This one was probably a latecomer. Uh, it knocked out the bodyguard. Was that on your list? It was briefly on my list. Oh my God. <laughs> Matters of the Heart. Tracy Chapman. Put my book down. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang. You shot my book. Um,. This was on my list. This is on my, my, on my on my mentions, and like "Bang Bang" was on my bang. my song list. So "Bang Bang 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 Bang." <laughs> uh, yeah, um, good album. Got like a lot of flack in the press at the time. I think like apparently they should have yeah. kind of wasn't as like uh, she lost her passion a bit, and I was like, it's mm. pretty good. Yeah, it I was, think so. When I first went through it, listened to it, probably having a bit of an interesting personal time. And when I heard I used to be a sailor. Oh, yeah. And like everything about that song kind of hit me where I didn't want to be hit at that time. <laughs> so from there, the rest of the album was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is really. Yeah. It's one of those ones yeah. that like, it's, I will say the reason that it didn't get any further with me is that. 
You I, didn't used to be a sailor. I didn't. Um, I love I love it when I'm in the mood for it, but she doesn't sort of like even really sing over like a murmur sometimes in this album. Like it's very, she's very sort of low and, and it's very, it's like a very solemn album. Hmm. There's not like a lot of like, um, you know, uh, not big hits, but like it, it is. It all it's all kind of the same pace. Yeah, so, there's nothing real catchy that yeah, stands out. We chucked it on a couple of times at break. Like Sunday breakfast is our usually like we have a long breakfast and like have a cup of cups of coffee and like that's that's the album we put on a couple of times and it's it's good for that. But yeah, it just doesn't. Um, I'm not saying like, man, I wasn't the bang bang today. <laughs> it's lost somewhere between Sade and Tracy yeah. Chapman. Yeah, um, I, I think that um, bang bangs are way better song than um many fast cars yeah so and i think yeah it deserves to be listened to and not disregarded so yeah cool yeah no points for you Mm. all right uh my second one number three well the the, number three but also the second one that i changed today it was originally bad religion generator and because i was like i gotta represent my punk but i was like it's not my favorite bad religion album um, it's got one of my favorite songs on there, but it's not my favorite Revolution album, so I took that off. And then the single soundtrack. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How could I not have it on there? Because it was such a huge thing to me, and it's also got, um, you know, possibly my favorite Pearl Jam song of all time. If we didn't have it, we wouldn't, I wouldn't know this. Um, Stay Love and Trust is, is my favorite Pearl Jam song. It's my favorite. Big, like, from the get-go, it always... It's always it's always been there. Like, I, and I, I, I did get to see it live. Like, I saw it live, I think, in 98. But um, it's, it is my favorite Pearl Jam song. I never got sick of that song. It's like Drain You for, for, for Nirvana for me. It's like... Um, yeah, so uh, I was like, I can't just put it in the songs because I also, this one also gave me like such an appreciation for the grunge, like the movies shit, but like, <laughs> but like I love Birth Ritual. <laughs> Birth Ritual by um, Soundgarden is awesome. Seasons by Chris Cornell is oh. fucking amazing. It starts off with wood. It starts We know like, how you feel about the song Wood. <laughs> Paul Westerberg's on there with two songs that's pretty much sound the same, but they're fine. Who cares? <laughs> they're both great. Um, you even got like a decent um, Snatching Pumpkins song on there. Like it's, <laughs> um, you know, it's hard to find these. <laughs> back then it wasn't. No, back then it was like, I remember like, I think that one might have tipped, like ticked off Billy Corgan's because like you put a Snatching Pumpkins song on a predominantly Seattle thing. They, yeah. They're like, oh, you're part of the grunge scene. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, yeah, he wouldn't have liked that. But yeah, I mean, I I just love. Uh, I mean, it's got a couple of songs at the end that are like, but like. Um, I mean, once in a lifetime has a song "Blind," but you know. <laughs> um, you've got "Breath" as well by um, Pearl Jam, another great song. Uh, Chloe Dancer, "Crown of Thorns" by Mother Love Bone. Oh my yeah, god! Those two together, there's not enough of that. Yeah, yeah. Like um, when Pearl Jam cover or like Mother Love Bone releases, if they're not together, it's just not the same. And then you've also got um, uh, Nearly Lost You by Screaming Trees in there. Like it's just, it is, it contains... It could be a number one, you'd say. It can. It contains some of my favorite songs of of each of those artists. And it's like, 
so it had to, yeah, it had to make some like I, I I needed to put on there, so that's what's on there. So yeah, single soundtrack is my number three. I did not have that. Jeez, pretty uh, slim pickings for both of us. <laughs> All right, let's open my book up. What's your number three? Uh, number three is partly why I asked about releases earlier. Yep. Sap. Yep. Uh, but I had a I had a number two. Ah, nuts. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to do dirt. I knew you were going to do sap if you were going to do an Elson Chains release. I, for the longest time, I had sap slash dirt. Yeah. Because I couldn't quite pick. Cause I really, really like dirt. Yeah. But there's not enough good on it. I, I find... mean, there's more than four good songs on it. Oh, yeah. But sap has four absolutely A-grade songs. Yeah. Got Me Wrong is one of my favourite songs of theirs, like, probably bar none. Like it's I, our, our second Kevin Smith connection as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I love, I love um, uh, Got Me Wrong. And, like, this was a, a contender, I will say, because it's just not enough on it. Um, yeah, that was partly my issue. But then when I look at Dirt, there's Down in a Hole, there's Rooster, Them Bones... Oh, down that river I guess and then it starts to get a bit thin from there yeah I don't like um, I mean as much as I know it's like a real like pro drug sort of thing but like um, uh, a lot of it sort of goes along a little bit too like um, what's that uh, Dirt the actual song Dirt I'm yeah like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which I think man listen to that there's a silver chair song that has, a, has that that same nearly exact riff in it and I'm oh. like we I forgot to mention um, one of the films we watched for '92. Yeah, it's gonna kill me that I don't know what it is now. There's a moment in the score that sounds like the intro to Pure Massacre. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. I can't remember what film it is. It's gonna drive me nuts. But like, dun 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 dun. Huh. Yeah. Huh. After, you yeah, have to go me... through and watch all the films for me. <laughs> Let me know. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, SAP, um, we've got a point each for our predictions. So, now we're going back into my... Uh, um, <laughs> I wonder if you got this on there. You probably should because I made a big deal at the time and no one else would have. Mm. It is Bare Naked Ladies, Gordon. <laughs> there were so many albums this year that I know that you would love. <laughs> Um, I love it so much. There's so much Paul music in here yep. that I didn't want to pick all of the Paul albums. Like he's gonna be different. Nah, um, this one I think um, <sighs> this these guys will be my my recent like these are like crash test dummies. <laughs> uh, if I don't you've know. got Blind Melon at number one, I'm gonna be very upset. It's not number one. Okay. <laughs> uh, He's in the film clip for this. He's got the best turtleneck. Um, I'm waiting for on yeah. Instagram. It is, I, I get annoyed that their name would draw so much bad connotation and also like people just disregarding them because they're like they're a really talented band. And you think they, it's affected how they've gone as a band? Yeah, I think like it was like at the like because I've seen they, they have a doco that goes along with this album, which is their first album. They sort of said like we did it to get attention because like if, if you put that. On a band list, on a, at a, at a on a pub wall, people yeah. are gonna like go. Oh, better make it late. It's like, 
Um, and then they're going to come and be really annoyed. Yeah. Or then like, you know, <laughs> then they got, because they're all like quite big in Canada. Like, that's where they, like, and, um, yep. but then they obviously broke through with um, One Week. But One Week is like not a great song. Um, but, the like their first few albums are like oh, really Bloodhound gang, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, uh, yeah, like yeah. their first three albums like are like real nice like um folky type sort of stuff like that, and really deserve to be listened to. But I think a lot of people was like, oh, that's the one week band, oh, yeah, fuck them sort of thing. It's like, nah, you shouldn't. It's, they're, they're awesome. Same with Spin Doctors, <laughs> who you also go into bat for. I do because that album, apart from Two Princes and um the other one, like is that your number one? No. That's not that was last year, was it? That's last year. Yeah, it's all the same. Um, they've got some good songs too. Like I mean, so same with Crash's Dummies. Like they they're not the sum of their mm-mm-mm. like they got some good stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of these bands just got like they, these are the true one night wonder nightmares that like you know. Um, then there's like there's always exceptions to the rule. Like there's Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth is only as good as like <laughs> their, their their hits. Um, why can't we be friends? Yeah, yeah. what's that? Somebody tell yeah. me. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Good ones, though. 98, I think. Ugh, so far away. Oh, it's, 98 looks gross and sounds gross. I can't wait. <laughs> so, yeah, number two is Bare Naked Ladies, uh, Gordon. Uh, what is your number two? Um, quite sad now that I didn't go more predictable with yours because mine feels quite predictable. Okay. What's my number two? Rage Against Machine. It is. Hey! You had that down for number two? I had that down for number one. Ooh. So. They're cool. Mark that. <laughs> Mark it, dude. Um, yeah, this is. Yeah. The greatest um, hits. Yeah. Essentially. Like, I know like, there's bias, like, growing up with this in high. Not growing up with it, but, like, finding it in high school when you're at that primo angst stage. Mm. And I could imagine if I'd found it now, I'd be like. Every song sounds the same. Yeah. They're all similar. They've all got like the same formula, the same tone, the same message. It's all the same. But I can only hear it as a 16-year-old. I found this one. I found this Rage and Stream was put into the uh, a list of rap rock. I'm like, it's not rap rock. Like, uh, then I was like, well, maybe it is rap rock. And I was like, but they're not the same as Limp Bizkit and stuff like that. Like, you know, no. Well, they're pre-Limp Bizkit. So. Yeah. But they were like in that that sort of like list. And I was like, nah. Um, Where do this, they fall into then? I don't know. Hard rock. I don't know. There's there is like a hip hop influence there, and there's like there's yeah, a, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, yeah. I I like Raging the Stream a lot. I think um, at the Have time. Have you heard him with a uh, Run the Jewels? No. Zach does a song or two with them. All right. It's yeah, it's pretty good. Angry. He's he's the best bit in the song. Angry young man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think at the time though, like growing up, I was like I said, I was scared of the film clip. Um, <laughs> uh, I just, I, I didn't. I thought liking them overtly um, was a bit too. I I didn't know enough about what they were singing about to like really connect with them. So like, yeah. I felt a bit sort of like a bunch of people at my school used to like wear the same sort of t shirts to them, and like, um, you know, they they were like really into it, but like they didn't, they were, they were still like the same, like spoiled rich white kids. And yeah. It's like, I knew a guy that lived in like a five story house. His parents were quite well off. He had Che Guevara posters and like, yeah. And it's just like, it's jackets. just, it's just a bit on the nose sort of thing. So I think in that respect, I was like, I was just never that angry and like never sort of, and I probably should have educated myself, but I was just like, 
It's good, like, but I'm going to be pre-pedestrian to it, and um, I'll probably listen to them more, like, in my 20s and 30s than I did ever did in my teens. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially in the bass lines, which are quite fun. Yeah, I can definitely still listen to it now. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> cool. All right. So, my number one. I'm going to be disappointed again, aren't I? Oh, I want you, can you predict it? Can you give me one of your... Well, I've got three on my list now that haven't come up. Well, hit me with them. The Chronic? No. I had to throw in some sort of hip-hop there because I was like, you you love hip-hop that much. It's going to be... I had Hypocrisy, which I took out for The Chronic. Okay. And I almost brought in Fireside, but you weren't that into them. No, I like, I like oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. Incesticide, I just threw in as a stab because like, surely there's mm. got to be some Nirvana involved. No. Um, and the last one, I was hoping it wouldn't be number one, but I assumed it would make your five somewhere was no effects. Arrested Development. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Three years, five months, and two days in the life of Arrested Development. Fucking love this album. <laughs> was way up. <laughs> um, well, I was half right. I mean, you had some hip-hop in there. I knew it was going to come. Yeah, it was going to come. Um, this is another one that I sort of... Um, this, this, this Arrested Development kind of inspired me to make this podcast. Because I was just, I was I was playing a game last year, and like when we was like peak peak pandemic sort of thing. Yeah. And um, I put in a best of the nineties thing, and like a bunch of their songs came on. I'm like, oh man, all I ever knew was Mr. Wendell. Like I never knew them at all. Um, so and Mr. Wendell again, like you know, it's it's, it's a good song, but it's not their best song. And uh, then I was like. I started listening to them more and more and I was just like, oh, cool. And then like looking into it and I was like, oh, like the 90s, like they have like a lot of, a lot of unknown sort of stuff I didn't really, I, I never I never heard before. So, so this is just a window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This would have been used in a lot of things, right? Yeah. Um. They got a great sort of outlook on life. They got like an awesome uh, MTV Unplugged set where they were like full band and they Ooh. have like um, a lot of like African motif and lots of stuff in it. Um, yeah, so this one, um, I actually was at one point one to one of their songs as like our theme song, but I was like, I don't know. I was, I was scared they'll get sued. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like it's, um, yeah, it's, there's just so many good songs on this album and um it's a good pick me up. That's like it's it's, and like there's a lot of hip hop that like um you know if you listen to uh what was the what's the, the group, that does um let's get it started Black Eyed Peas oh yeah, they've got like those sort of pick me up songs but I don't find I yeah. don't find there's any sincerity to it like these ones have got pick up songs but they're also got some sincerity and some some like, some thought behind them too so um yeah this is my 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 happy album my thoughtful album like just chilling album so yeah my favorite album of, of 1992 is arrest development wow mm. talk about a dark horse mm. i did not see that coming <laughs> are you is there any shame at all in the fact that you did not have nirvana or no effects or bad uh, religion no because um even though it's my favorite no effects album i don't think it deserves to be on a top five like it's oh, good. just <laughs> um, Generator by uh, is not my favorite album. Like my favorite album, album of, stand, um, of Bad Religion is coming next, I think. 
So um, that will definitely make its way into the top, into the top five because it's the first one I really got into. How did Incesticide not get in there? Because um, it's not that great, is it? I like it, but it's not that. Yeah, it's, it's not like I think there's 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 more involved. Like when when we start talking in utero, we, we, yeah, we'll have a big chat about that. <laughs> Incesticide. Uh, I don't want to give anything away here, but I am fell to my number eight. Wow. Yeah. So. So it's not number one. Singles. Because it's not, I, I didn't pick that because I only thought about that once today. So I'm going to, let me, let's, let's, here's my, here's my, my <laughs> things. So tra- Tragically Hip was, was I thought I was going to be on yours and it wasn't on yours. Um, uh, Sugar. Sugar and Tragically Hip both were thought about. Yep. But I hadn't listened to them long and hard enough to actually like get deep into them. Yeah. Like I found good songs on them, but I hadn't like really got in depth yet. Stone Door Palace was a dark horse. Nah, gross. Um, Black Crows. Ugh, but Stone Temple Pilots and but Black Crows. Because one of their songs is definitely on my top five songs this year. <laughs> they both had one good song that uh, were actually great songs, but that's it. And then Dirt by Alison James. But like, obviously we talked about that. So Wow. Yeah. Nirvana? I am deeply offended. No, yeah, because it was like, no. okay. Automatic for the people. Oh my God. Yeah, I must have. Oh, it was on there somewhere. Man, maybe I just. Oh, yep, I crossed it out of mine, but yeah, it was a, there's a, yeah, okay. Um, but it wasn't number one; it was number three. To make you feel better, I completely forgot about singles. <laughs> I wrote down the movie and forgot that the soundtrack was a thing. Um, but regardless yeah, of, course, of that, of I mean, I singles probably could have got in at five every once in a lifetime, probably. Yeah. But it was from the start when I started writing these out, REM was number one. It was always number one. See, I, I, um, it was, it was in there. Then I was like, ah, oh, just don't like. Here's my thing about REM, is that they, they, for me, like, it's a lot of like, I can listen to half their albums, and the half of them, like, eh, it's not great. But this one in particular, um, actually going back to that sixty songs, he was talking about because the, the whole episode is about Night Swimming. Oh yeah. Um, that's his favorite song on there. Which, um, yeah, like, I, that's a great song. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um. I had the same thing with Sidewinder in my songs because <laughs> Sidewinder is like one of my favorite REM songs, mm-hmm. and um, it's it struggled to get into the top five because it was just it was just oh yeah. But Sidewinder is like I fucking Sidewinder sleeps tonight is great. Um, Everybody hurts, even though it's being repetitive. It's really good, especially live versions. I've listened to a couple of live versions of that. It's really good. my favorite thing about this album, and I think it's pretty common with um michael stipe sad songs being happy mm. and happy songs being sad yeah like i remember growing up everybody hurts and people saying it's actually a really happy uplifting song yeah, yeah, yeah but the tone of it is so so sad yeah and then he does the flip on other songs where like yeah because sidewinder sleeps tonight is about him like missing someone and like wanting to make a phone call to him like the sidewinder is the phone cord yeah is what yeah. i think i've looked into I, that makes sense yeah yeah um, but there's a bit inside Wanda where he he laughs. I can't. Remember. He kind of fluffs a line. He's like, oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it's like in the bit where he's like, really, really, really. <laughs> it's just um, oh maybe it's the, after the Doctor Seuss line. It's, it's there's like a couple of funky lines in there, and there's one where like it sounds like he breaks, and it's like every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, that's good. I like that. 
So, I don't know if I mentioned when this came out. When I first heard... I would bring that mood down a little bit. Mm. Um, I found this album around the time my dad died. Right. And I picked Try Not To Breathe as my funeral song. It's like, when I die, that's what everyone's going to listen to. Everyone's going to be fucking bawling. Fuck you, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was rough. Um, but I can listen to it now and be removed from that and mm. still really, really appreciate that song. Yeah. And Sweetness Follows and Drive and New Orleans Instrumental is like the greatest piece of just instrumental music Yeah, next to A New Career and A New Town by David Bowie. Okay. Like those two pieces of music just on their own, I could listen to endlessly. It makes sense too, because like, I remember um, talking about how it makes, it makes sound driving around with us that seemed like really like intense, but like there's a couple of times when we listened to this album, Driving, and it was an unspoken like, we're just going to quiet down for a bit. <laughs> it's so good yeah and it was like but it was like there was like, there was a weight to it and obviously like maybe that's the weight that, that, that yeah of, of and when I, you listen to it and stuff, so. I think I can kind of disconnect from it a little bit now and mm. appreciate it just as an album but probably not completely to the point where like it's always going to be one of my favourites like that's like you have with um, Soul Asylum yeah like you've got that early on connection where like this can't be broken well I today I was at, I had a mix on while we having dinner and Glory Box came on but oh. said, which is a Ooh. pretty big song for me with uh, one of our friends. And I was like, it was the first time I'd heard it probably since then. And I was yeah. like, oh, and I was just like, I, it, it sort of hit me. But, you know, at a stage now, I'm like, all right, I can take that in my stride. But like, if I'd heard that sometime last year. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Actually got a similar one coming up soon, I think. Oh, awesome. Yay. <laughs> so honorable mentions. Yep. Um, Incesticide, obviously. Yep. Bodyguard, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Dang is on there. Okay. Um, Sweet Oblivion went from my top five and quickly fell out because there's two songs on there that I love. Yeah. But the rest of it, I could definitely just put in the bin. Uh, and Generation Terrorists. Oh. Well, it's an EP. Yeah. But there's one great song and then three yeah. songs that I would skip every day. So my own mentions is 10,000 Maniacs. Um, huh. L7, Bricks are Heavy. Um, Crackers. I had that at your number five yeah. all day long and then I took it out. It's just not strong enough to be there. But like, oh, next. But the next album. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. Okay. Um, <laughs> Crackers, first album, the self-titled one. Um, really hard not to put into my top five. It was like that or that all time, but I don't. It's definitely not my favorite Cracker album. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, watch this space. Um, Jim Blossom's new miserable, Jim Blossom's new miserable experience. Um, Bly Melon uh, was a possibility. Um, Kapunk by Green Day was another possibility. But yeah, just um, what 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 didn't I say with that was? Did I say all the ones? That um, so my top five for you was Once in a Lifetime, The yep. Chronic, Incesticide. Grave Dancers Union and whatever the No Effects one was called. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I was a long way off. Cool. Ugh, disappointing. Well, we're gonna take another chocolate break and um, <laughs> and then we're gonna get into our top songs uh, and uh, hear some music. So welcome back, and this is uh, we're going into our top five 
well, actually, we've got two top fives coming to left. We've got the top five old songs, top five new songs. Um, stay with us. We're, we're getting through this. <laughs> um, but uh, as I said, like, this is, this is, this is mainly, mostly for us. So if you want to come along for the ride, we're happy to have you. Should we try and... I feel like legally we shouldn't be playing too many samples. No. But for these songs, but... I, I do have... I, do I have didn't, I didn't want to queue up too many. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a couple, maybe a couple each. So... Okay. Do you want to do uh, the new songs or the old songs first? I think, th- I think old. Okay. What do you What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, old. Yeah, let's go old. Um, because I'm happy to end on a low. The fact that I have no idea what you've, <laughs> other than hip hop, I haven't picked out what your new songs would be. Okay. There's one that I'm. Pr- I mean, I went on went on about quite a lot. Oh yeah. I've, yeah. I'm assuming we've got the same number one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I. Your top five new songs for me is just something hip hop. <laughs> something hip hop. All right, so for old songs, my first one is Hey Jealousy by uh, the Jim Blossoms. Uh, this had to be on there. Like, I, I love this song. One so Point much. Ben. Yeah. Was it? I had it at number three. It's, it's just one that has always been. Or, and if you ever get a chance, like we've talked about quite a lot, we talked about on this, on this episode. 60 Songs of the 90s um, do a really good um, deep dive on this song and like the writing behind it and the story behind it. Um, it's like kind of a sad story. Um, but it's just a perfect sort of pick-me-up. Um, I don't... I, it, it has been co-opted by the sort of the Triple M set, like the has commercial it? radio. It's, it, I hear it on there. Like, I've, I've been okay. in shops and it's come on and I'm just like... Probably not like as, like, as popular, but like it's... Yeah, it's... I'm sad when it was Steel's month, I think, yeah. this came out, and you guys were talking about it, and I had no idea what it was. And he's like, I thought it was Bush. And then I went, <laughs> I went and listened to it. I was like, oh, I thought this was Bush as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those songs, like, it sounds familiar, but you can't have placed it. It's got one of the most 90s film clips you'll ever see, too. It's like nice. um, every band is in a certain, like, is in a box on the screen, sort of playing next to each other. But, like, the house is, like, it's the house that you saw in any, like, Seattle, San Francisco set movie where they like go to like a musician's house. It's Sounds just good. like, yeah, they were kind of um like I I I find the album pleasant. Like it's not like it's not a great album, but um and like they they're still doing it. They're still still touring. Um, but yeah, Hey Jealousy is a song that that definitely needs to be um uh, up in the top five. So yeah, my 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 fifth one is Hey Jealousy by the Jim Blossoms. I'm on such a high now because I've already got a point. <laughs> okay, what's your what's yours? Julie Paradise by Screaming Trees. Oh, that's the one that I was. You know what? When I was like, "Is it nearly lost?" You, I was like, "No." Nah, he had a go at me for like not playing, not putting a song on the playlist. Yeah, and that was the one. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. So I'm because you had nearly lost you, which is a great song. Yeah, but for some reason, I was always drawn towards Julie Paradise. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I remember this one. Um, the album was never going to go on my top because there's the, only two good songs. Yeah, and like um, <laughs> I just remember listening to the album. It's just it's just hard to sort of get his his voice is very hard to sort of carry an entire album. Yeah, it's him and Lane Staley are put in the same sort of box. Like really good voice, but for an hour, yeah, you don't want it. yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't I can't even place this song. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well then, let's have a little squizzo, shall we? Yeah, sure.
And you don't like the black crows, you say? <laughs> I never said that. Because <laughs> that could definitely be a black crow song. <laughs> yeah, I, I can hear a little bit of that. Um, all right, cool. I'll allow it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, my number. So this is this is where it gets, man. Like once you see my notes, on it gets here. very Paul. Oh my god! No, no, no. My notes are just like. Even right now, I'm not even that sure about this, but like Unsung <laughs> unsung by Helmet. Oh. So that needed to be on here because I remember that film clip and that song was so big when I was, and I learned how to play it. It was, a, it was in drop D tune. Like it was just fun to play. Um, it's just, and I don't like anything else that Helmet's ever done. Like I, people used to like, oh yeah, you like like Wilma's Rainbow too? I was like, nah. <laughs> just this. It is just. Oh. I briefly had this as your number three, and I took it out. Yeah, I look. I, I love that song. It's as, but yeah, as I said, like I, if you said like, oh, can you name like three other helmet songs? Nope. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, it was like unsung, unsung demo version. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, unsung live, yeah, unsung live. Um, and I think it was like, um, it does sort of uh, mention suicide in there too. And I think it was like one of those songs where, like, I, I, I don't, I still don't really know what the entire song's about. I suppose it's like sort of um, to sort of live your life. As well. much as I love the song, can I point out something you should dislike about it? What you've ragged on? I think it's Bruce you're always picking on. Yeah, not being able to finish a song. Yeah. Not a great ending. No, and they do that sort of um their bridge goes for a while and they sort of um yeah, it does go on for a while. And I I think the film clip cut is actually a little bit shorter because I remember like I remember seeing the film clip where I was like, Oh, I'll do this one for a lot longer. For the yeah. best. Yeah, probably for the best. But yeah, unsung by Helmet, um, it was so close to being um, No Rain, Nearly Lost You. Like, that's... Oh, man, why'd I take Unsung out? Um, but yeah, it's... it's My songs uh, are probably the same as yours. It's just, it's just like shit going on all over the place. So, yeah. I'm definitely glad we've broken it up into a new and old because, I think, like I said the other day, I've got 26 songs listed here. <laughs> for two top fives. But my number four... Yeah. Uh, probably slightly predictable. Okay. Know Your Enemy? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have it at four? <laughs> no, four, no. No, you probably had it at one? I had it at two. Oh. I mean, like, yeah, so as I was typing them out and they were, like, going up and down, Yeah. old songs moved around more than any other top five list I had. Yeah. And I could still, unlike movies where I could, they're set. Yeah. Songs, I could, I could flip these. Well, actually, yeah. Julie Paradise would never be number one. But the rest could slide up and down quite easily. And this was always a standout in that Rage album. Yeah, and it's it's one of my favourite songs of all time, I think, of like any band. So it's just um to Yeah, to um To lead into your number three? To lead into my number three. Yes, no your enemy. Yes. <laughs> I had it at your number four, yeah. but I'll take it. Um, I I also quite understand that um, I have um, no female artists on like my list so far, 
and I try to put L7 on there. But pretend that we're dead. I find I love that that song. I love that album. But that song in particular is just a bit grating after a while. It's just the same sort of yeah. riff over and over and over again. So I'm just like, eh. do you feel? I had that at your number two, but thanks a lot. Um, San Andreas has affected your opinion on some of these songs. Yeah, I also know that like with these old songs, like if you look back, like the the starkness that I can see from my old songs to my new list is like, look at the varying genres and artists and like genders in my new list and like all 20 mid 20s like white guys <laughs> in my old list of just like just yeah like it's it's all grungy sort of metal sort of stuff in my old yeah. list so it's like um it's kind of weird it's very telling to sort of go that's what i was brought up with because that's all i knew sort of thing i wish I was, mine was the same but yeah. looking at it it's not <laughs> i mean my lists are basically the same yeah i haven't changed <laughs> um, disappointing but um yeah so uh yeah know your enemy uh by reggie stream is my number three uh, of my old songs what is your number three unsung demo version <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well we can just move on dumb <laughs> where did you have it uh unsung i had a four okay that's all right Two two at the moment on the uh, old yeah, songs list. Yeah, we're this, neck and neck. This is exciting. Uh, so I guess you want to hear my um, number two. Well, I'm pretty sure I don't have it because I've only got two more songs listed, and you've pretty much said they're not in there. Wood. Oh, wood. Is, I didn't consider you having any Alice in Chains in your top five. Uh, wood is wood is a perfect song. Wood is great. Wood is. Uh, is this a poem? Yes. <laughs> prepared earlier. It is. It is the best song on that album. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Mm. Um, it's a shame that it's at the end, but it's a great thing that it's at the start of the singles album. Mm. Uh, it's That's probably where I got most my... Um, I was not a big Elson Chains fan, but I was a big singles soundtrack fan, so like, that's where I found Wood. Do you think it doesn't fit in the album very well? Do you think that's why it's at the end? Because it was like an afterthought of like, oh no, yeah, let's just I think it it's, I think it's an awesome end to an album. If I would cut you, come on. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Wood is, yeah. Wood, well, is, wood is good. <laughs> did not see that one coming. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, this trend continues and you don't see my top two coming. Well, here's the thing. For one of them, when you name the man... I didn't. I couldn't remember which song on that album it was. I knew. I knew. I. I, I literally like wrote down the song he liked on that album, <laughs> and I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> but now you just mentioned it before. So. Did I? Anyway, did I? Well, maybe. Well, it's, it's. 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 Yeah. Is it Lucky Town by Bruce Springsteen? <gasps> oh my god! Did you put Lucky Town on there? Hell yes, I did. Oh my god! There's. There's not on there at all. Ah, oh, you fool! Things you mean. forgot the boss. I didn't forget him. I just disregarded. <laughs> <laughs> because I, these albums are so boring I thought we'd agreed that this was one of his best songs Yeah I thought when we'd met and discovered our love for Bruce That Lucky Town was like a standout Yeah, but like in a time of so much other stuff Like it's, I don't know Yeah, but um, Okay, there's a lot of songs that came out <laughs> But as I was just confused because he, he released um, an entire other album the same day. <laughs> yeah, and there was nothing good on there except Human Touch. That's not a good song. I can't believe you forgot Bruce. 
Yeah, I love just, Lucky Town. I actually, I, was it was he even on the playlist? Maybe we'll put it. I maybe we'll put Lucky Town on the playlist. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't put Human Touch on. <laughs> no, <laughs> Lucky Town all the way. Um, all right, cool. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm generally surprised. Yeah, same. Uh, so my number one. Don't and say it's remedy. It's not remedy. Oh god. Is it remedy yours? No. Okay. Um. I thought you said before you had black crows on your list. No. Oh. Uh, Slither. Oh. By Nirvana. Um, I I had this notion that we just weren't going to include Nirvana because uh, that I, was in and out of I my did, list. I did, but then I was I actually had completed my list and I was like, oh, but then I remember saying on the episode that it was like my second favorite Nirvana song, which it is. So I was mm. like, it needs to be on the list. Um, it knocked out Sidewinder. It knocked out No Rain. It knocked out picking up a bunch of other songs. Like it was, it was, yeah. it was one of those ones. Like yeah, it had to be there. It had to be top because, like, I remember playing. Like this is like this is such a huge part of my this song. This the film clip. The learning how to play it was such a huge part of my like growing up in that time. That it's just, it's not. Yeah, it had to be there. So yeah, uh, it's a very special song to me. So that Fair is choice. my number one of my old top five is Sliver by Nevermind. What's my number one, Paul? It is. Hang on. I'm, I feel much more confidence now that you're not going to get it. Uh, feeling good. What are you even looking up? The actual title of the song. The um, it's not Luca Bloom. Sweetness follows. Ah no, ah uh, you see. REM took out my number one album. Yeah. Removing them from my songs. Oh. Because all of their songs were already up there. Yep. I don't... Would... <laughs> so that's why I was like... Uh, I literally was like... Yeah, the song, I couldn't remember which one it was. I was like, it's not Drive and it's not Trying Not To Breathe. It's like, it's, it's not those ones. It's like, then, yeah. I think on some days, most of those songs from the album could top these songs. Yeah. But as standalone songs... These five come ahead. Okay. And got me wrong as number one. <gasps> nice. It's yeah. not, that wasn't on mine at all. Really? <laughs> no. I was weighing up between that and brother for quite a while. Really? But I think because of like the earlier connection with got me wrong and clerks and stuff, it's just, there's more nostalgia to it as well as it being really, really good song. Yeah. Oh, it's a good song. It's like, it's... The entire dynamic of it is yeah. just perfect. That, I, I always thought that the bit where... um. Going back into like the the opening riff, that so these guys like that's yeah. such, that's such a weird way to write, but like it works so well. Like yeah. it's it's like, it's like they they said like let's just do it like that way, and it's fine. Like it's a very sort of loose song. I found yeah, it seems like almost jazzy experimental type of like. Well, that's why they recorded it. Like, wasn't it was like to get that because they they started doing more melodic stuff and like that was like the precursor to. Did they record that in a bunch of dirt songs at the same? I think so. Yeah, yeah, and the and the sap songs were the songs that didn't fit on dirt, and they that's yeah. how sap happened. Because I think like a lot of those songs remind me of stuff like Rooster and um, yeah, um, down in a hole, down in a hole, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Do you um, have uh, honorable mentions for your old songs? I do. Um, I have. So obviously, Sidewinder sleeps tonight by REM. Um, Pretend we're dead. Got me wrong. Uh, Taillights Fade by um, 
Buffalo Tom. Buffalo Tom, yeah. Uh, Christy Rowe by Green Day. Friday I'm in Love. I wasn't too sure about that one because it's such a great song. Mm. But it just, there's something about it. Detachable Penis. Oh, Christ. (laughs) It's a funny song. (sighs) Um, Easy. My Faith No More. I scrolled past them way too quickly. I did not give them a midlife crisis. Uh, no, that wasn't on there. But no? Easy, I was just like, um, I don't know. I just remember like that. I remember that being on, um, if I was in the car with my mum back in the 90s, sometimes I'd have that song on like her radio station. I'm like, oh, look at that. <laughs> they don't know who sings this. <laughs> I think they think it's the old one. <laughs> I, one of my honourable mentions should be to... Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yeah. Because uh, four of my <laughs> songs that yeah. I have mentioned or like want to mention yeah. are from that game. Yeah. Remedy, Pretend We're Dead. I can surprise and Remedy didn't make it on there. It's such a good song. But no, it's actually the bottom of my oh. shortlist. I had Harvest Moon, No Rain. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't make it on. Harvest Moon. Yeah. So nice, I had so. to watch you want by Beast Boys as well. Ooh. But that um yeah, that nearly made it on. So let's go right into the new songs. This is the one that's gonna be more most interesting, I think, and it's, it's a good one to finish off on. And um I know we're, we're nearly there. So let's stop, just... stop making this sound like such a chore. No no no, this like I, I, I mean, it's, it's a great time for us, but I don't know whether it's a great time for the listener. I don't really hear like this is yeah. this is this is good for me. If it's not a great time, then stop listening to it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, okay, so let's, let's stop the point system. <laughs> no, no. I haven't written any down that I think yours is going to be. Oh, okay, I've got one. Okay. Uh, so you can start off because I started off the last one. Okay. So. Hey, Jealousy. Hey, look at you. Yeah, yeah. I think I knew it before this, but I didn't know that I knew it. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really good. I also like, I mean, this is the thing I can think of a new thing every time I talk about the song. It's got a <laughs> prominent bass part at the start of the song. Oh, does it? Dun, 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 dun. Didn't know there was bass in the song. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've, we've mentioned Hey Jealousy enough. I didn't realize that he was saying jealousy. What do you think it was? Jesse or something like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's why when, again, when you and Steel were talking about it, it didn't click at all. Yeah. Nah, yeah. it's uh, it, I mean, and people probably think it's Jesse's girl. <laughs> That's similar, yeah. Um, Mr. Wendell, Ice Cube. Ah, it was a good day. This was on my honorable mentions. Uh, fucking good. Yeah, song. banger. Um, yeah. What can I say? Uh. Not the album I can listen to at uh, full volume uh, <laughs> as a father. <laughs> well, I just like around the yeah. I was like, it's got a lot of um, a, a lot Profanities. of expletives mm. and um, a lot of the n word, which I just you know, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't listen to that. And like you know, people, other people like sort of overhear it and yeah, they'll be like, what are you fucking doing? Obviously, we cannot and should not be using that word. Yeah. As a middle-aged white man, it still feels inappropriate to just listen to it. Yeah, I, 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 I like Through it because... headphones, in the privacy of your own home, yeah. that's fine. But publicly, it seems incorrect to be enjoying it. Good tunes are good tunes. Like, I, I, I don't really like... None of this stuff, I, I don't have the... 
memory or the ability to rap like ask you so i'm just not gonna try yeah. uh what was your number four taillights fade hey this... you listen to eddie's version of it no i haven't yet yeah, he's done a version of this ah. yeah is that part inspiration for his song gone yeah probably yeah yeah, yeah that's uh, whenever i hear it i'm like mm, yeah, yeah every time i listen it's like oh mm, the okay. lights of the city mm, yeah mm. um yeah, from the start, this song stood out. Like, this was early on in the year, I think, Buffalo yeah, Tom. Yeah, And this was a huge standout song. I listened to it back now, and it's not... I don't love it as much the first couple of times I heard it. It'll see. It goes for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, their next album's really good, too. Um, Buffalo Tom I've got a lot of time for. Um, uh, but they are middle of the road with a lot of other songs on their album. Like, this one's pretty good. It's got, um, I think this one's got Staples and also Tales Fade, but like, yeah, a lot of it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 um, this was, it was nearly on my, um, my little list. So, yeah. I would play a snippet, but I don't know where the chorus is and how good it <laughs> okay. is. I'll play this instead, which is my number four, which is. If I Can't Change Your Mind by Sugar. <clears throat> Uh, I hadn't listened to a lot of Sugar, so I sort of count this as being okay to be on this list. And um, this song, as much as I think it's the cure, like Friday on Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking that you were about um, to play. But like, no, it's, it's If I Can't Change Your Mind. And um, it's a really good song. It's a really good album. Um, the album was like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It probably wasn't even close to going to my top five. But like, it's it's a still a strong album and people should listen to it and I'm... Um, listen to Bob Mould and um, enjoy Bob Mould because he's he's amazing. It was thought about for my top five albums. It didn't make an actual list, but I did strongly consider it, but I didn't have enough time to really yeah. connect with it at all. Yeah. Having said that, Changes is my number three. Really? Yeah. Number three, number four? Are you three. done? Have you done four? Yeah. Tell Lights Fade was my four. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's late. <laughs> it's not that late. That's, that's nice. We both got some sugar in number three. Yeah. Sorry, little, you're number four. Put a little bit of sugar on that. Um, yeah, look, I think everyone should, uh, if you're a rock historian or you just want to hear some stuff from the 90s, that like, and this this gets left off so many 90s lists, it's not funny. It yeah. Should, it should be on there because it's, it's really, really decent. So. Yeah, um, I think I might give Bob and his uh, ventures another go because I didn't think I liked him. His solo like, stuff's recently been really good too. So, yeah. yeah. I think occasionally his voice, it just sounds tired and it bugs me. Yeah. But sometimes I think he's putting on a a voice. Yeah. I'm not sure like, what if I like it or not. But yeah. The fact this sounds like a uh, Dave Grohl song as well certainly helped me. Um, <laughs> so this one's going to, this is my little hammer oh, no. in the works. But every time the song comes on. No Ordinary Love by Sade. No. Oh. It didn't make the top five. Oh. This one didn't make much. I think I've referenced it a couple of times, but like it was, when, it was mostly in the last couple of weeks when I've had this playlist playing. And it's just, I don't know. Um... <laughs> uh... Wow. My Lovin', You're Never Gonna Get It by On Vogue. Fucking love this song a lot, um, and I love the bit. So I love this like I love that whole groove for the entire song. But then yeah. like towards the end, they go into like a bit of a doo wop thing, and it's that that. Um, 
Fucking love that. It is pretty good. Yeah. I did consider there's a few, um, like, free your mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was nearly that. That was nearly one. What's that other one that's on here that's, um, that's very similar that I can't uh, think of? Everybody free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did strongly consider either of those just because they're so good, like, happy, upbeat songs. Yeah. And none of the songs I picked seem to be. This one, this one, um, even like Mal was like, because I said to her, I was like, I'll put this on the list. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I fucking love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, in, it's impossible not to be happy when that song's on. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I am totally going to ruin this mood. Oh, no. This is Winter by Tori Amos. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This, I think, was pretty early in the year. Yeah. Um, and I remember listening to it. I was like, this sounds familiar. It was your top album for that. Yeah. Episode, I'm pretty sure. Um, Yeah, if it wasn't, it was pretty close. Uh, It turns out I was so into this song because used to go and see one of our friends play this song yeah, yeah. with one of our friends. Yeah. And it was such a good photo. I remember everyone, the current anchor, when they do those Monday night things, everyone just stopping and trying not to cry. Yeah. This, and I think Glory Box she covered as well. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Why yeah. is it so heavy sitting in this room? <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a good song. Yeah. And you didn't put it on the playlist. No, I think I put the... The even sadder one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, which sad Tori Amos song should I put on here? Well, let's just shoot some in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could not... I mean, it's not something I remembered as a kid. I'm sure I would have heard it growing up. Yeah. But only really acknowledged it in the last... I guess it's probably like 10 years ago. But I've, still, it's newish to me. I've always been just going like, oh, that's about it for Tori Amos. And I really should expand my... You knowledge. need to listen to Winter a few more times. Yeah. And then be depressed. Okay, so my number two. Um, you might not. I was going to ask about this in your old songs. <laughs> nah, it's just, I, I, yeah. I kind of knew. We got to go, we got to wait for the stand back. Oh, okay. Is it coming? Fucking banger. <laughs> um, I love it. So that's I Sledgehammer love... by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> oh, that's... Ooh. You've already had your time. Source that one. <laughs> uh, there's not Sledgehammer. That's fuck off. <laughs> Steam by Peter Gabriel. Pretty similar. Shut up. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Love it. Uh, it's, again, like my... This is what I'm talking about the contrast between like uh, new and old. Like all these new songs are such like happy, like yeah, celebratory sort of songs. And like it's like it's it's impossible to be mad or upset during Steam. Um, it's got <laughs> it's just awesome. Um, may have you know sung it in the shower many times. <laughs> all of it or just the stand up part? 
nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and then fall over. <laughs> but yeah, now um, I'm wondering if our number one's the same. It is. All right, so can I can I cue it up? Please do, because I've had that riff in my head all day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> The song that we both thought we'd heard before but hadn't heard before because it's never been in a movie or a TV show. <laughs> it's probably um, never even been on the radio in oh this country. God. But how lived in does it feel? Like, yeah. We fucking know this song. I, there's got to be something going on that we don't know about that this song has entered our brain somewhere. It's like it's an ripped something off. Like, <laughs> that song they've just like, uh, Manic Street Preachers at some point, just like everyone has heard this song. Um, or, it's Motorcycle Emptiness by Manic Street Preachers. Or Bob is going to call up and be like, this is actually a ripoff of a powder finger song. <laughs> it's yeah, look, um fucking love it. Uh what can I say? It's just um regardless of the apparent lyrical nonsense. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if it is uh, there's a line that's from a famous poem or mm. semi-famous poem. I don't think it's all just gibberish. I mean, I suppose I mean, motorcycle engineers, I don't know. Maybe he just really wants a motorcycle. <laughs> I don't know. But like, it's it's just a song that um, I think for both of us doing research for this is like, as soon as we heard it, I'm just like, fuck, that's awesome. That's just really good. Yeah, it's just that entire guitar piece. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. And there's a good melody in it. And we also, like, we, we both have given some love to Manx Street Preachers over like the last three seasons like they've they've popped up a couple times we've always given their props like they they do they're good musicians tragedy's coming soon Mm. um i'm pretty sure they've got another release out next season before like the big um because like i always knew them from like um a design for life and yeah that's the stuff and that's that's way away that's like 98 97 sort of thing so Uh, but when we get to it listen along uh, so yeah okay um, well yeah I was pretty confident that it was going to be the same yeah. so um, yeah so that's, that, that's what I had that was our number one and then yeah. you had hip hop and I had <laughs> cool things so um, any um, notable exceptions or there's probably there's more new songs I couldn't fit in than any other song that, that's where the length came in my list wow okay cool um, obviously starting off with I Need Love by Luca Bloom. I was thinking, like, why isn't that on your list? That's your detachable penis, though. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but detachable penis is also my detachable penis. Because <laughs> I love and hate them both equally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the the most notable was Bang Bang Bang. Yeah. Yeah, that's on mine. Walking in London. That's a pretty good song, man. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. It's, Concrete Blonde. Yeah. 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 Not quite there. Um, Same with the two Annie Lennox songs. Uh, Walking on Broken Glass. That and was- Why? That was broken. Walking on broken glass was very close to being where on Vogue was. You know how they didn't get in mind. What great choruses. That's it. Yeah. The rest of the songs, like the verse and the intro, everything else about it. Yeah. Is the most boring thing I've ever heard. Uh, but those was, choruses. Yeah. I also had "Real Love" by Mary J. Blige. Had "Wanna Be Your Dog" by um, Chup- uh, Uncle Chublo. Um, Hollywood yep. by The Wallflowers. Uh, Plush. Yeah. More for like, that could have been on my list too, but like, I don't love the song, but it's it's iconic. Yeah. So. Definitely. Um, and then, uh, I think there was, was. No Ordinary Love? 
that was yeah, it was an outside chance. I, I, after after listening to it again, we, it is very true that like the album's quite middle of the road, and that song's good, but yeah. it's like it's a bit samey. Sort of My biggest miss out that didn't make albums or any song list was Wheat Kings by Tragically Hip. Yeah, I yeah. love that song. Yeah. And Tragically Hip is probably my discovery of this podcast so far. Yeah, they're fun to listen to. Yeah. Um, them and um, like the, I really like the 10,000 Amazing Acts. But like 10,000 Amazing Acts was good, but like it was just not... They, Natalie Merchant, who was in them, is about to split with them next season. And I really like her solo stuff, so we'll probably, she'll get some love then. From, yeah. So, yeah. More importantly, did you have a new songs list for me? A top five? No, I didn't even try. No? <laughs> So I won then. Yeah, well, no. I finally won a round. I, well, I, I just, I was like, it it's, was. It's too hard. I the the to tell you the truth, the only one was on there was I Need Love, because I thought you were gonna put it on there just for like and shits motorcycle and emptiness. Oh, that's a yeah, yeah. So I was, it, get was it on there or would, yeah, yeah, Would you well, assume it was on there? I was assuming it was on there. So well, you didn't write it down. I didn't write it down. No. I wrote it down. Okay, so you get one more. So that means that you still won overall. One, two, three, four, uh, five, and I got nine. So <laughs> your film has beat me alone. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, it. Shame dayed me again. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. I that was quite that. good. Let's be every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's scrap all the other stuff we do with episodes. Let's just go. Let's do a bunch of research over a few weeks, and we'll just do a bunch of top fives. <laughs> Imagine doing a top five for each month. Oh, jeez. That would be Christ. hard. I can barely watch one film a month. Yeah. The music for me, I was like, oh, man. Um, but next season, which will be, you know, um, we haven't decided yet whether there's going to be a break in between or not. Um, we're sort of working, working that out. But 93 season's coming soon. Um, thanks for listening to 92. And thanks for listening to, um, you know, it's 71 episodes in now. Oof, how's yeah. it 71? Why is it an odd number? 12 months. I think it's what just because of our like um, part one and part two oh, episodes yeah. and stuff like that. So um, um, You can also probably, you'll cut this out because you're a giant wiener. Yeah. But everyone that listens to this, I hope stops and realizes for a minute how much work you put into this. Like this is a lot of fun for us yeah. and it's really good. But the amount of effort you put in and the amount of effort I don't put in <laughs> is quite astounding. Thanks, man. And no one probably thinks about it or notices it. And I often don't think about it or notice it. But like, you do really good stuff with this. And it's really good. And I hope people are really, really enjoying it and appreciating what you do. Yeah. And if you don't, like... Uh, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is just like an excuse to talk to my friend. And like, if you want to listen to it... If you want to I will to not talk to you otherwise. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I like how like, a lot of people walk up. So it's like, it's great. But it's just like listening to you guys talk. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and they can't interrupt us. Yeah. So next season... Um, uh, thank you for that. Um, probably not going to do as many part one parts. We're probably just going to let them run. Like... Um, this one was more sort of logistics wise with COVID and stuff like that and laziness laziness <laughs> um, but yeah we've got um, we've sort of got no hard and fast there's, there's, there is going to be one new uh, inclusion which is we both uh, make each other watch a movie or listen to we an we make album. each other or are you making me I could do them all, yeah so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a movie each, each and like we're gonna we're still gonna watch our movies but there's gonna be one movie that I'm gonna insist that Ben watches each month because because yeah. he's man, a lazy piece of garbage pretty, there's some pretty uh, good ones coming up too and uh, maybe you can do the same with me with albums I don't know but um maybe 
Uh, and also, um, we're gonna. I'm gonna make you do more work than you already. <laughs> <laughs> and probably, um, we're probably gonna do. Uh, we got um, a few uh, bonus episodes coming up next season, but probably not not quite as many. But there's there's one particular that I'm looking forward to, which is a deep dive into a certain TV show, not Law and Order. <laughs> um, <laughs> um and uh we'll we'll do it we'll do it we'll do a watch along we can't forget. i i didn't get like those ones are like our probably our least downloaded um episodes and rightfully so because like there'll be a slog to get through but and the, the hardest the easiest for you to edit oh man and then the hardest <laughs> for us to physically do <laughs> and like the one i want to do i want to do the fugitive but that's a fucking long movie oh man i don't know if i could no. talk for that length of time no Especially about the movie. Yeah. You'll just be you breathing like Harrison Ford. <laughs> you won't be able to see me finger pointing at things. Yeah. I think it would be... Um, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of other contenders for it, but um, maybe we'll put it up to a vote. We'll see. But yeah, thanks everyone. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, is is uh, pod at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram. Look in the description for our uh, um, Spotify and Letterboxd links. Um, give us a faster review uh, if you can, and yeah, thank you, you know, so much. Can you do half reviews, like four and a half? Or is no, it just four just stars? Five. Yeah. There's there's really only there's there's no there's no reason to go in between one and <laughs> one five. or five. <laughs> Although Letterboxd recently, everything I've been watching is two. I've noticed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Three just seems too high now. The bars set like when there's only five stars, it's a pretty high bar set. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening to this season. Um, it's been really fun doing it, and uh, yeah, ninety three. I can tell you from doing the research, there's some there's some good stuff coming. So. It's like we say every year, only going to get better. <laughs> only going to get better <laughs> until it gets worse again. And look, I look, I know everyone's just waiting for us to get to ninety four because ninety four is a fucking banger year. Yeah. Just, so we'll smash through ninety three. Hold, hold your fucking possible. horses. All right. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Relax.